Hey, it's Jess Harnell, Wacko from Animaniacs and Ironhide of the Transformers, and you're listening to the Fandom Podcast because you know what's good. Welcome to the Fandom Podcast, episode 148. This is the show that brings together geeks and nerds from across the fandomverse to analyze the news and discuss your favorite TV, movies, comics, and books. This is the news roundup for the first week of 2018, but first... I have people with me this week. I'm not all by myself. Nice. I don't have to make a terrible pun. What the? You wait, wait. Uh, okay. So first, <laughs> he's legendary anchorman, Nick English. You stay classy, fandom verse. And this is Weekend Update with Jeff Dumas. I think the pause in Nick's classy and fandom verse is getting longer. You stay classy. <laughs> fandom verse (laughs) eventually we're just gonna have an hour of waiting for nick to say fandom verse well i think i'm okay with that (laughs) you know it's it's been a couple weeks since we've recorded together and uh yeah i think i think it went all the way back to the last jedi no we had a last jedi episode where we talked about that so Uh uh-huh but our, our december our december schedule was all messed up for recording wise into the new year so uh well, 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 you know, there's a Japanese tradition saying that whatever you're doing at the beginning of the new year is what you will be doing for the rest of the year. So on New Year's Day, you're supposed to spend all your time with your friends and family and have all your debts paid off and all your and all your house clean and all that stuff. So that way it will be like that for the entire year. And that if explains this is, so much. <laughs> Dude, I am so screwed. <laughs> well, and then the podcast, you know, we're a day late and weird recording schedules. I'm sorry. I, we? Uh, you were the one that posted the pot episodes. Just because Nick and I weren't there to record them doesn't mean. Okay, it's so our here's fault. here's the deal. I work for a school district, and primarily I was off. I also do some side work, but uh, for the school district, I was off. And I woke up on Friday morning and thought that it was Thursday, and <laughs> it was about halfway yeah. through Friday that I'm like, "Oh, it's Friday!" I, and so I miss was, working for the school district because they're. <laughs> Their holiday break, or at least for the when you were a sweeper and janitorial, you had from Christmas to New Year's off. Yep. And this new yep. job, it's like, okay, you have Christmas Day and we'll see you the 26th. Wait, no, but I get, but what about that week? But there's like two weeks of stuff that I, <laughs> yeah. December 22nd to January 2nd this year is what, what my yeah. days off were. However, I technically do not get paid for those days. Yeah. Uh, no they fun. are technically non contract days that I do not get paid for but I cannot go in and work. That's lame Just and understandable at the same time. The way that the way they've done it though, is they've said, well, you work this many days and this is your salary. So we'll just divide this by 12. And then that way you'll have a steady paycheck and you won't be broke in December when you're trying to buy Christmas presents. Hmm. So that was yeah. when you're broke the rest of the year. <laughs> exactly. All right, guys. So it's been a couple of weeks. So let's jump into feedback. Uh, our our bit of feedback that we have from the past few weeks comes from Patrick Clark, and we it was in reference to the Dungeons and Dragons movie that I that I pointed out was coming, and he says, "Ah, yes, the D and D movie. There were two sequels. I had no idea that there were two sequels. The first one tried to stick closer to the rules of the game, so much so that you can almost hear the dice hit the table. It's actually worse than the first one. Lies. What makes a good game does not actually make a good script." And then the second sequel also tries to capture the game feel, but also tries to tell a better story. Your mileage may vary on their success. That one is on YouTube, the last I checked. Oh. So, so yeah, if you want to see a D&D sequel movie to the terrible D&D movie, you can go to YouTube, and it was a little better. There was one but, time yeah. that I tried to watch a Dungeons & Dragons movie on Netflix, and I probably got four minutes into it before I was like, I'm going to do something else. I'm pretty sure that's the terrible Dungeons and Dragons movie that I was talking about. In the, I was like, mm, hopefully it's not like that one. Yeah, I was like, I can, I can be okay with like terrible movies like this. Like, I'll just have it on in the background while I'm doing something else. And even then, I was like, no, I can put something else on. <laughs> yeah, like pants. Pants are good to put on. Hey, no pants yeah, but- in our house. Just talk to the cobra. Pants don't bring you... Let me see if I can phrase this the right way. <laughs> putting on pants is not the same as putting on a movie because that gives you only minutes of uh, entertainment, You know, depending on how well you are at putting on pants. <laughs> While a movie is... 
or I guess in Nick's case, also minutes of entertainment. So, <laughs> so, so, so you good... actually the 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 act of putting on pants for you is 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 enjoyment because I I find that once they're on, I have more enjoyment because I'm nice and warm. Yeah, that's... you know, and stuff like that. So I I think my pants give me more enjoyment. But See, I'm if I were to put money enjoyment. on it, I would have probably said that Nick found more enjoyment not wearing pants. Hey, you know but, what? I but, wasn't <laughs> going to say that, but uh, I would yeah. also agree. Except it's uh, January in Utah, so it's really cold in my people, house. I have I have a want to be wearing pants. Right very now. pregnant wife that is extremely warm, and she likes to turn the heat down. My first son was <laughs> well, born on, in January. It's not that cold. Fifty-eight degrees. My my first son was born in January. And my wife would sleep with the window open in December. Ugh. Ooh, yeah, yeah. I Ooh. have yeah. I have two extra blankets on my side of the bed only <laughs> that just cover my side of the bed, and also I have it so it goes over because she like the blankets will creep cold air in, you know, on the sides, and so I have one that's purposely just to cover up that hole that's inevitably going to happen <laughs> because the covers get pulled. <laughs> yeah you gotta have the extra the extra coverage there um all right so yes yes if you're paying attention we did go from dungeons and dragons to wearing pants and and having blankets so uh, all right let's jump into the news this week the news is sponsored by jared no jared was last week yeah wendy jared. thanks wendy jared what are you doing trying to jump into the news this week it's wendy's turn Give, give, give Wendy her, her credit where credit's due. Okay. So if you want to find out more about that weird random rant that I just went on to, head over to patreon.com slash fandom podcast and join our community fans over there. So we have uh, Haley Atwell. She is in the news again, in the Marvel news. She, she, w- she has said that she would love for Agent Carter to appear in Captain Marvel. Me which too. if Jeff has taught me anything, this story translates to actor, actor wants, wants money. <laughs> actor needs job. <laughs> yeah this, i'm sure this is a quote that's taken completely out of context like hey would you ever like to come back to the captain you'd you like to come back to the marvel universe maybe at captain marvel sure now get out of my house but you know uh based on what we know about captain marvel being in the 90s and all that it it could work she could be old she'd have to be older yeah but she could there's 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 a justification Okay, so this is this this was reported on uh, Nerdist.com, and they say while we spoke with Atwell during the 2017 summer TCA session, I don't know what TCA is, about her new Stars miniseries, the topic of Peggy Carter appearing alongside Brie Larson's Carol Danvers obviously came up, and though Atwell obviously. did not confirm nor deny any involvement in the project, she did express a lot of excitement at the idea, excitement that we fully support. Um, yeah, um, Nerd Sync has a really great video about his opinions of what will happen in the Captain Marvel movie, mostly based on uh, around Nick Fury Samuel being L. Jackson. In. Yeah, uh, a two-eyed Samuel L. Jackson. So oh. that's a fun video you should watch. But yeah, I, I would be okay with this. <laughs> so her her exact response to that question, saying, "Would you want to do that?" Uh, Haley Atwell says, yes, I'd love that. And I love Brie Larson. I'd be well up for that because she's British and she talks funny like that. Um, so then she she went on to say, I think, you know, because she dies at the age of 96, she lives quite a long time. So I could be employed forever, which basically right there is not just figuratively actor wants work. This is literally actor saying, yes, please employ me. I would like a job. This is actor saying I'm available. <laughs> <laughs> well, and she she really hasn't been in a lot of stuff lately. I mean, I follow her career quite closely to watch pretty much anything she's in. Did you and watch that weird show that got canceled? Yes, I did. And that canceled Agent Conviction. Carter? Um, I did watch that. Um, well, you, you know. so you were the one. <laughs> I was the one. It was a really not good show, but it was only good because she was in it. It was basically just like every other show that's on TV. Which is why it failed. It's so yeah, yeah. That's you, there's you've got to have at least a little bit of a twist. It doesn't have to be a big one, just a little bit of a one to keep you going. Mm-hmm. All right, okay. So continuing on with the Disney-owned properties trend, 
Uh, there's a movie called Red Cup. Is that what it? No, no, Solo. Solo Red Cup. Solo. I wish this were on camera so you could see me try to stand up and walk away. <laughs> I was like, how is Jeff going to respond to this? Uh, that's that's really like every single pun that I have now, like even not on the podcast, I think to myself, how would Jeff respond to this? <laughs> Jeez. You're, you're my you're my pun pedometer or not pedometer barometer <laughs> I, I i count your puns you do you, that too I mean, technically yes but i don't think that was the joke you're going not but sorry i, I said I pedometer know. i don't I barometer. Barometer. barometer you measure the level of my puns and even when you're not here and so uh yeah 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 so the jeff level is a little high today which means there might be some rain um or is it low? I don't know. Okay. Whatever that means. <laughs> Meteorology jokes because they failed. Um, okay. So John Williams, he is going to be composing the main theme for the solo movie. Um, and so, yeah, John Williams did the uh, Last Jedi soundtrack. Oh, I've got to tell you my proud dad moment. My daughter was trying to not was 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 i was trying to get her to sleep and she was trying not to go to sleep and so i was like let's listen to some music and she says let's listen to star wars i'm like yes let's <laughs> listen to star wars oh so, if you insist you know my daughter out of any of my kids is the most into star wars right now she is the one who asks to watch star wars and she is the one and my my wife is is not thrilled with that she's like she's supposed to be my princess and i'm like she's your space princess now <laughs> oh jeez Something similar happened with my sister-in-law. When she married my brother, she got way into like monster truck rallies and racing, yeah. and her mom wasn't happy about that. Anyway, Sunday, it's Sunday, today. Sunday. I just realized, happy birthday, Erica. You don't listen to this, but happy birthday. <laughs> All right. So uh, John Williams doing the music. If you know, it's awesome with Last Jedi. You listen to the soundtrack, and you can like rewatch the movie as you're listening to the soundtrack. He can he yeah he can compose. He I guess he's got some movies under his belt. I guess he's well. So okay. here's the thing about this though, he's only doing the one movie, only the one song or the, the one song, the main theme. Yeah, that's the you know what, that's one. good. Good for him. So we don't want to overwork theme. him, right? Well, he's old now. He's, I know. He, he's pretty old. Uh, the guy doing the rest of the movie is uh, John Powell, and uh, he's done quite a bit of he's done quite a bit of movie movies he's done how to train your dragon three he did oh, for that show. there's a how to train your dragon i haven't seen 3. that has john cena as his voice though it uh john cena's his voice oh, and ferdinand okay. okay i went and saw that on new year's day and it's got uh it's got david Tennant in there yeah and mm -hmm. uh you know doing his full scottish accent and then oh. at one point uh he's like i'm not a doctor in, in uh, Scottish uh, accent of uh, that, uh, and I—I uh, I think I was the only one in the theater who started laughing, and then I stopped. And my wife looked like at the, me. You're like the Australian <laughs> Family Guy, ha ha! Yeah. <laughs> but that was funny. All right, uh, he did Rio. He did Kung Fu Pandas. Oh, that's the video short. No, not the whole thing. The Lorax. Oh. Yeah, a lot of animated stuff. Oh, he's found his so, calling, so, and now he's doing. Oh. Now he's doing Star Wars. Now he's doing Star Wars. Oh, he did, he did robots. Why didn't the guy who did Rogue One do this? Seemed like a easy go-to. Giacchino, Michael Giacchino. Sure. Yeah, he was he was good. I liked that. I I don't know. I there were some people who did not love his music though. So I don't know. Maybe they're maybe they're using the anthology stories to to experiment and to try out new talent because John Williams. He's getting old, and so they got to find someone, and so they're trying to find their favorite John Williams replacement. The new and improved John Williams. Newer and we can, improved. We can rebuild him. We have the technology. You guys get mad at me for quoting. Yes. <laughs> yes, we do. Good job. <laughs> paying attention. Yeah, John Williams composing the theme for Solo. Cool. I don't All know. right. Yeah, it's Star it's, Wars. It's Star Wars. I mean, is is that going to change anybody's view on this movie? No. Uh, you know, the the only reason I know why, how who John Williams was, or the first person to ever tell me who John Williams was, uh, I had a couple friends who were saying, "Man, this song by John Williams is great. It's great." And all this, and I'm just like, "Who's John Williams?" And they both looked at me like I was a moron. And they said, "Star Wars." I'm like, 
I don't recognize the name John Williams Nosy with Star Wars. And they said, he's the composer. And I'm like, why do we care who the composer is? I was young and didn't care then. All right. Um, so there's a little known property called Harry Potter. Is that is that pronounced right? Um, it is jumping Harry in Otter. the AR Harry craze. Otter. Harry Otter? It's a Harry Otter. No, it's Perry. A Perry. Creature. No, Perry Otter. Oh, Perry Otter. Perry Otter. Okay. So Niantic, who is the uh, <laughs> company that created Pokemon Go, they have confirmed that, okay, this is like the worst kept secret ever, They but they've officially confirmed it now, that their team is working on a new mobile AR game uh, based in the uh, Wizarding World. I always forget what they call the franchise, the Wizarding World, and they're calling it Harry Potter Wizards Unite. So um, it looks like it will be out during the second half of 2018, and it's a game kind of like Pokemon Go in, but with Hogwarts stuff. Um, Dude, yeah. I'll tell you right now. I'm pretty sure I would bet the farm and that the only reason this game exists is because somebody made that fake video that went viral after Pokemon Go came out that was fake and Niantic was like, Oh, we should do that. (laughs) (laughs) Because everyone wanted that game instead of Pokemon go. (laughs) (laughs) So what are you going to do, Nick, when you, uh, Oh, I'll play Harry Potter. When you are forced, are you going to give up Pokemon go? Are you going to be flipping between the two? Probably. It's really hard. I know this is, this is going to be Jeff's go-to game. You know, I was going to say something mean about it, but I said a whole bunch of mean stuff about Pokemon Go, and right now I'm trying to catch a Trico, so <laughs> maybe I shouldn't say things about this. He really doesn't want to enjoy Harry Potter, and so he can't trash it about this because then he'll start to like it. Is that well, what I'm saying? trying to figure out what they're going to do. Like, what, like, Pokemon Go makes sense as you walk around the world and you catch Pokemon. I'm trying to figure out where the translation, where like what you'll actually do in Harry Potter Go, and I refuse so, to click on the link. So what they're saying is me. that the uh, in the in the gameplay, what you're going to do is the camera is going to simulate uh, things from the magical realm into the real world, and you know. So the Niantic CEO said the Muggle world and the Wizarding world are only separated by this thin veil. It's very easy for us to imagine bringing that kind of magic into our everyday lives. My bet is the only reason this game is going to exist is because Apple and Google both have an AR uh, SDK framework for writing games that makes it a lot easier now. I have a graphic design app on my on my iPhone that I, you know, for Christmas we gave Grandma an Echo. And <laughs> I actually funny. gave it to her. For Christmas, Grandma gave all her children Echoes. <laughs> yep, I have one now. It's, yeah, me too. We got the little and so we we were we were trying to I was try, after we gave it to her I realized oh she's not gonna know how to use this and so I pulled it up real quick and I made a quick little card saying here are some of the commands you can use and customized it to her a little bit and I went to go export it so I could print it and the and one of the options was to augmented reality and I was like well I know I'm in the middle of doing this but I really want to see what that is and this, I mean it was a card I made a card for instructions on how to use the echo and so I hit the augmented reality and it put the card on the table in front of me and so I'm like okay if augmented reality has become easy enough for a graphic design thing to put it in there yeah. as a gimmick wow. then there better be a lot more games coming up soon so, yeah hmm. I'm thinking zombie that'd be cool zombie shooter or something what like make an augmented reality game where you like walk around and zombies attack you and you have to kill them with your phone. Hmm. I don't know. The concept of that that in, uh, in words that implies uh, loss though, because you know right now Pokemon you can't really lose. So I don't know. That might so so what, so, what, so what I'm hearing there is uh, we need to have a Walking Dead go. Is that what the next yeah. property should be? Yeah. Don't they already have No Man's Land? Isn't that kind of their the thing they're putting their money in? But that's anyway. no Walking Dead go. Yeah, well, I know, but still, but I never mind. See, this is this okay, is what I pick, right. this is what I picture with with Harry Potter Go too. They're gonna sell something that is like the Pokemon Go Plus, that is basically going to be a wand, 
with, you know, a sensor in or Bluetooth or something. And then you're going to have to do like certain shapes and, and stuff with, to, with your wand to Wingardium do. Yeah, to be able to do stuff to things that are in the world, like either, you know, make a potion or something. I don't know. Like, I mean, that's just kind of what I'm doing. And there was, there is a game, um, that I short for a very brief time followed because it was like basically wizards augmented reality game. It's called like Magnus or Magus or something like that. If I remember right. And they were developing it and they were an independent developer. And I was like, Oh, I'll try it out. And I go online and it says, download the demo for a $30 deposit. And I was like, I'm not going to, I'm, no, I'm, no. <laughs> I'm not going to buy this game for $30 to try it out. And then they had different tiers because it was all on like um, GoFundMe or something, you know, like Patreon or something. And, you know, the different tiers, like they'd send you a wand or something. And yeah, I was just like, <laughs> no, if it was Harry Potter, yeah, I might do it. But because it's just random, like these are wizards. I was like, mm, you don't have me. So them having the property of Harry Potter. It's a big deal. I hope it's good. There's I hope a, that uh, I hope that Niantic learned from their mistakes too, because you know, I mean, Pokemon Go had a lot of potential, especially at the beginning, and that potential is is slowly becoming a reality. You know, over two years, but like, if they would have released the game as it is now, I think a lot more players would have stuck with it. Like, there'd be a lot more people that are continually playing it if they hadn't like faux pod so many times on certain stuff well, and that's the cool thing they can take their their lessons that they've learned from pokemon go and apply it to this harry potter wizards unite game yeah. uh my boss downloaded pokemon go and it went asked him to connect to a google account and he immediately said nope and deleted the app <laughs> like, come on you're gonna have to do he's just paranoid about all sorts of stuff and i keep telling so, him he's gonna have to do that eventually Anyway, so Google actually owns Niantic. Actually, it's been spun off. Alphabet owns Niantic now, but Alphabet's the same company that owns Google. Yeah, it's it's, it's weird. But so they they're all part of the same company. And initially, Niantic was used. They had a game called Ingress that was like aliens are invading the Earth. You've got to come here and open these portals. There's and there are lots of people who still play it. But it uh, it was used initially to gather GPS data for walking paths for Google. Because they're like, we need more data about how people walk around these areas, and so that's what that initially was used for. So I'm sure the, I'm sure, well, the, and I know that all of the uh, same data they're using for Pokemon Go, like then the Ingress data is how they're yeah the, the locations ma- making the new locations and stuff like that. So the gyms and the stops are the same yeah. as the portals and stuff like that. <laughs> when you search Ingress in the App Store, the first uh, the it comes up first, and then right below it is Pokemon Go. I think yeah, I tried of- it. I tried playing it just because I was interested, and I was like, "Huh," and it's not that. I, My problem with all of these fun. games are the same problems that I are the same problems every time. I always am one of the first people to download the game. I join a team. And then all of my friends and family find out about it afterwards, and they're all like, "Oh, well, we joined this other team." That's why we don't like we all work together. But it was my fault because I didn't understand the game with Pokemon Go. I was like, "Oh, just join what team you want." And now it's like the greatest regret because it's like, dude, if we were on the same team, it would be way we could work better. together. Yeah, yeah, yep. But me and Jeff are on all the right, same so- team, so we're cool. <laughs> all right, Harry Potter Go is going to be a thing in 2018. Uh, I hope they find a better term than Harry Potter Go. Oh, it's, ha- it's Harry Potter Wizards, Wizards Unite. Unite. That's the title of the game, Jeff. Oh yeah, in that link that I that I posted and found. Anyway, less fun news. So I I don't know. This could be just as fun because geeks love to argue, and I don't know that she's wrong. So Jodie Foster came out and she made a, she made some comments that have stirred up the geek community. Uh, she wrote a letter. I'm trying to see where she wrote that, or she had an interview with someone, and they, they asked her about superhero movies. And what she is what she said. Her response to that was, "Going to the movies has become like a theme park. Studios making bad content in order to appeal to the masses and shareholders. It's like fracking." You get the best return what? right now, but you wreck the earth. 
it's ruining the viewing habits of American pop of the American population. And then ultimately the rest of the world, I don't want to make $200 million movies about superheroes. And you can just go ahead and not do that. And the internet has taken that very well. (laughs) I mean, seriously. Okay. So let's, let's think about this for a second. They're, Okay, so movie theaters are charging an arm and a leg. And I am very, very tentative to go and see any movie that I don't know that I'm going to enjoy, like right off the bat. Unless it gets really good reviews and stuff like that. And even then, like I I have gone and seen movies and I was like, yeah, like I wasn't really satisfied. I was just like, okay. But like I know that if I go and see a superhero movie because of my fandoms and, you know, whatever, if I go and see harry potter or if i go and see you know these things that i like then i know i'm at least going to enjoy it on some level now you know i'm gonna nitpick it i'm gonna do whatever but i am going to enjoy it i'm not just gonna be like well that was a dud why did i waste my two hours and so i think i think that that is a mentality that moviegoers have more and more with especially because of streaming services because everything is just instant we have instant gratification all the time we can watch a show on our phone while we're waiting in line to go see the movie. Like, you know, going to the movies is an experience, right? Like it's a different experience, big, you sit in a theater, you know, cool surround sound and stuff like that. But more and more people are having TVs that are huge, myself included, and, you know, putting surround sound in their house. And so the appeal of going to a movie is, is waning. Like, it's, it, you know, and so if I was a movie executive, I'd be like, we've got, you know, these are the only things that are making money. These are the only things that are, you know, <laughs> doing stuff. So why do I want to make this small film? You know, and they have their place. And I understand that the art is going to suffer because of it. And that's probably where Jody's going is that if we're not making anything original, then it. Well, so know, here's the thing. We are suck. making lots of original things. Uh, Netflix is funding millions, I think billions of dollars even on, on original programming, which a lot of that is independent movies. Amazon is funding lots of development into independent movies. Amazon even puts their, their most artsy movies in the theater so that they can qualify for, uh, for for, for different awards, Oscars and stuff like that. And so the streaming services are taking over that role and big Hollywood big Hollywood kind of like big oil you know <laughs> they are doing that hey let's let's do something that makes money and not even then are they guaranteed to make money no. um you know so yeah. I, was I mean it's, weird. At- it's kind of a weird it's kind of a weird idea I mean it's kind of a weird thing because you know it's kind of like when tv took over the radio or whatever you know it's like oh well who's gonna want to watch this all day you know or whatever like the times are changing and the people that are that have made their money in buggies don't think that people are going to want to buy a car. But I really feel like we're just going to get to the point where like streaming is going to be how we consume media. And see, and I'm going to, I'm going to say, uh, T so TV, I don't feel like actually killed radio because I mean, we still, have, we still have a radio business nowadays, but they definitely did take, well, we all know share of video the... killed the radio star. I'm just saying, you know, it's, okay. it's right there. All right. All right. It's right there. But they, they, they didn't, they didn't, uh, it didn't completely die because of TV. The market who were just consumed media at home, they switched to television. But like while you're in the car, you don't watch TV in the car. There are even states, there are more states have laws against that. Hmm? But children do. Oh well, yeah, that's that's a little different. But <laughs> you know, the DVD well, player well, in the back of the minivan. A lot of times, my kids are listening to podcasts in the car because it's a lot You're easier cool to hook up a like phone that. to the car speakers as than it is to, uh, you know, give one of them an iPad and say, "Okay, share this between the three of you that are spread out across the thing." And because of your car seats, you can't you can't all see the screen very easily. So True. there's there's a time. No, and place I mean, and I I mean, I get it. I just think that what Jody is getting at is that she's like, oh, you know, the way that it used to be is not the way it is anymore, and it's superhero movies that are ruining. I don't feel that that's the case. Like, I feel like we're still going to have movies. We're still going to have people that go to the movies, and I think that the movie industry is going to collapse in on itself, and then we'll finally be getting less movies, right? Like instead of having a hundred billion 
movies coming out every year will have 10 and then the majority of them will be released on streaming services and so the big blockbuster movies that people will actually go and see in the theater will be released or you know indie films or something like that that can't find an audience somewhere else i don't know i mean i just feel like that that's that's where where it's heading Netflix for their uh, critic screenings this year, they set up basically really fancy living rooms for these critics to come sit in and watch this movie on a <laughs> really big, awesome. nice TV because they're saying, look, look, this this experience belongs in your home. If you want to watch uh, the Avengers, yeah, go see it for the first time in the movie theater because the visuals and the audio go somewhere with super nice sound and super nice screen where you can see it, you know, and just be immersed in it. But these, these stories that make you think a little bit, learn how to watch them at home. And I, I don't know. I think that, I think that's just how things are shifting. Okay. So this is the point where Nick's internet decided to take a break on him. And so he, we, we lost out on him for the last little bit of this. Yes. Nick's internet cut out. We totally didn't cut him off and anyway it's over <laughs> just because you don't like the marvelous miss mazelle no um, no i actually oh, wait, heard no, nothing but good things about that show yeah I, I've, I've heard that it's really good too um yeah so jody foster made some comments people were mad at them well that that's the internet for you <laughs> yeah, yeah there you go uh here's my theory on this i want to see what you i blame marvel i don't blame superhero movies i blame marvel because Marvel has trained us to expect good superhero movies, or at least enjoyable superhero movies. Hey, because from you... my opinion, DC gave us the better superhero movie. Sorry, another discussion for a time we've already had. Anyway. <laughs> all right. All right. Okay. So, yeah, Jodie Foster made some comments. The internet blew up because it's the internet. Um, it may just be an, uh Another example of somebody who's getting older saying, get off my lawn. You know, know, if I were in charge of any sort of superhero movie, I'd put out a press statement saying, you know, we were just about to offer Jodie Foster a really big part in our movie, but apparently she doesn't want, she doesn't uh, feel like playing. And now I can't think of a really popular female hero. I think that's kind of a problem in the industry. I'm just, <laughs> just going to point that out. <laughs> So. Like, oh darn! I guess Jodie Foster doesn't want to play the the Phoenix. I can't, why can't I not think of female characters that aren't spoken for? She Hulk. She doesn't want to play She Hulk. The She Hulk movie. Yeah, I don't know that she would. I don't think she's the wrong person to play She Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> There's many. Uh, that was just the first female. Oh man, what female characters haven't been picked yet? Is it is it good that there have been so many characters that I can't think of any, or bad because um, there are so few? So that I all I'm going to say is there has only been one major movie that has had a female superhero lead. Yeah, but there's been um, other female characters or other female down the line that have been cast. Yeah, yeah, but they've, they've the not one, been. I mean, I mean we're, you're, you're mentioning, you're thinking about uh, Scarlet, this widow, Black Widow, uh, Scarlet yes. Johansson. That, those the words and stuff. Yes. And then, uh, who else are you thinking? Well, there's there's Scarlet. There's I can't, I, I <laughs> hate I hate that they cast an actor named Scarlet and a character named Scarlet. <laughs> okay. There's yeah, Scarlet yeah. Witch. There's Black Widow. There's Captain Marvel. <laughs> there's all the female X Men that have been cast. <laughs> okay, I okay. dug myself all into right. a hole. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right all right so uh yeah we'll we'll, we'll see what happens i mean she's she, i haven't i can't think of anything she's been in recently and maybe it's just because she doesn't want to do these big blockbusters she was actually and the relatively speaking nominated for an oscar wasn't she yeah relatively. i know she's i know she's an oscar winner i thought at one point but i don't know well, i'm sure she's i don't know it's Oscars. not a superhero movie so i don't go watch it exactly and that's the problem with hollywood <laughs> Apparently. Wait, are we on her side now? <laughs> a long, we took a long road to get there, but maybe. Yeah, you maybe. know what? You're right. There are uh, too many superhero movies. <laughs> no, there are. Actually, many. if you listen to like episode two, we talk about, I talk about how I think this is going to be a bubble. And I'm, I'm still not convinced that it's not going to be a, a bubble. Okay, so then our next uh, news story is that NBC is going to bring an office revival. It's happening. It's a thing. Is this? Are, did you watch the original off? Not the original. The original American Office that yeah, had apparently. I've I've never been able to rewatch it. 
I don't know why it's just never been like one of those. I, I'm pretty sure I binged it on Netflix when it happened. Cause I think when it got on Netflix is when my high school, uh, didn't, uh, took Netflix off the band list and then also gave us all Wi-Fi passwords. Uh, so apparently this revival is not a reboot like we've experienced with so many things it looks like they're going to be trying to do the scrubs thing where they bring back some of the familiar old cast and bring in some new cast i don't know do you think they can hit lightning twice nope <laughs> you know if we're using the scrubs example really kind of hurt it because scrubs had such a good ending a sweet ending for jd a nice end to the series everyone as far as i remember was happy in one way or another and then we got another season with some new chick and JD's back for some reason. And the hospital is so it's hilarious. Uh, so yeah, it's, I just got your text. Yes. Uh, yeah. I'm so when you compare it to scrubs, now I'm not excited anymore, but it yeah. could be interesting. I don't know. So apparently, so, so here, I'll give you a, I'll give you a little bit of an idea of what they think the storyline is going to be. TVLine.com says that they're looking for, the storyline is going to be that they're looking for a new regional manager. So we're probably not going to see Rain Wilson or Angela Kinsey. Um, that doesn't surprise me that Rain Wilson won't go back to it because he got typecast a lot and he's been doing characters that are so not what's his face. That is weird. Dwight. Dwight, Dwight that's his name. Yeah, so he's been char- he's been doing characters that are not Dwight, and I really enjoy him. Actually, he's been he was uh, Harry Mud in Star Trek Discovery, and he did a great Mud. He was in Star Trek. Cool. Good. Yeah, him. yeah. He was in Star Trek. He was in a few episodes of Star Trek. My my opinion is is that the uh, Office revival or the the Office really is only as popular as it is is only popular still because of Netflix and because people have binged it like you. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was that popular when it was on the air. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. So, um, I send in the hate mail to feedback at fandompodcast.com. Tell me how wrong I am on that. Yeah, because how I know there's a passionate base. I know there's a passionate base. I just wasn't one of them. Yeah, it's <clears throat> that's one that I'll never judge someone for watching because it's like, yeah, it was funny. Yeah, but, the, you know, I see. I, I ended. I've seen bits that I'm like, oh yeah, that was clever. But I've never watched an entire episode and been all like, I'm glad I just spent 30 minutes doing that. That was so. time well spent. <laughs> Said no one ever. Or a few people ever. Who knows? So, All right. Our last, very last news story. And this is just uh, right. Uh, this is just coming out today. Business Insider is reporting that with the tax cuts that President Trump and I, we're not g- going to go political here. Don't worry. But mm-hmm. President Trump, President President Trump announced some tax cuts and signed some stuff into law, and now all of a sudden, corporate corporations are looking at ways that they can spend money inside the U.S. And it looks like there is a forty percent chance that Apple is going to buy Netflix. Um, Not sure how I feel about that. Yeah, I th- I feel like it is. Th- they are very similar, and they are both about creating content that people love. Or both about creating things that people love. However, I feel like Netflix became Netflix because they were available. Netflix is available on every single device in the world. And well, you know what? Apple, iTunes, the the Apple Store for watching movies and stuff like that. You can get that on iTunes on your PC if you want to have to do that, or you can get that on your Mac or your Apple devices. You can't get it on your Roku. You can't get it on your Fire TV. You can't get it on your Chromecast. So I feel like what made Netflix Netflix is the complete opposite of what makes Apple Apple. Hmm. Uh, yeah. I don't know how. I mean, this. Uh, I don't know how much this will actually affect me personally because it's just like okay, so yeah, yeah, I've got Apple devices. I'm good. Yeah, like I'm. I. Yeah, the only not Apple device I have is my Amazon, as my Echo. So, I guess my Xbox. See, and I and I use my Echo to control my to control my Apple TV. So we're good. You can do that. Yeah, it requires some extra hardware. Oh, but, I'm out. Uh, I also don't have an Apple TV. So. <laughs> Yay, TV! All right. So, so this, so this Disney, so this uh, Netflix buying or this Apple buying Apple Netflix. buying Netflix deal. Apparently, one of the big factors in this is that Disney's 
Disney is working on acquiring Fox. And before that deal happened, the analysts put the Disney Netflix deal at like a 20% chance, 20 to 30% chance. But, you know, Apple has $250 billion in the bank and they're growing at $50 billion a year. And so they've got to spend it somewhere and they haven't repatriated because they're trying to avoid taxes. And uh, because of the tax tax reform, they can use that money with that overseas money with very little tax if they buy a big a big company like that. So, yeah, I know that's not something that you expected. You know, I, I know that he didn't expect President Trump to his and his tax bill to affect your fandoms, but apparently it has. And we'll see if it's good or bad. You know, it, I guess it all depends on how you like Apple. So, okay. Anything else you want to talk about before we wrap this thing up, Jeff? Uh, James Gunn responded to Jodie Foster's thing. And did he say, shut up, shut up, shut up? And he kind of said she's looking at films differently than we are. Like she's looking at it from a different perspective. I didn't read the whole thing because I was trying to be polite and listen to you. But um, <laughs> on I found it through IMDb. Uh, the headline was Jodie Foster trashes superhero movies, comma, James Gunn responds. Yeah. You know, we, we were off mic earlier having a discussion about film critics. And I think it's the same kind of thing. They, they tend to start to dislike movies after a little bit of time because, mm-hmm. or be a lot more picky on movies. And they're just like, we just want to go and be entertained. We don't need very much. Now we're on a yeah. podcast, so we find nits and picks, but we don't need very much. So, all right. Well then with that, I guess, uh, I guess it's time to announce our Funko Pop giveaway. New Year's Day has come and gone and uh, Jeff went out and he picked out a, a Ray Funko Pop from The Last Jedi. And uh, the winner of that drum roll, do I have? I, I, thank you, thank you. I, my soundboard, my soundboard, is Joe Dorowski of the Protagonist Podcast. Joe, you had it. You come on. I got rid of it because I'm like, we're not talking about Star Wars anymore. This is the only oh. Star Wars thing I have still because your boss, it's your boss's ringtone. Um, <laughs> Two bosses. One of them doesn't know how to work his phone. The other one never calls me. But hey, just in, just in so. case. Congratulations, right. Joe. We'll... Up, fuzzball. Oh, first for a second, I legitimately thought Nick was back. I'm like, wait, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah, all so, right, Joe, yeah. so we'll, Joe, congratulations. We'll, we'll be in touch. I'm actually recording with them this week. Uh, and it will be out sometime in 2019. Kubo their schedule the, works. Yeah, because they like schedule way far in advance. They're not like us who are like, let's talk about the cool stuff. Because <laughs> we will be. They're not like us and go, we are going... oh, crap, we need an episode. <laughs> we will be talking about uh putting some more structure into things we're we're going to be bringing back the random fandom but not necessarily in the same form it was uh we're but we'll be getting you some more details on that when we put that together we have Uh, but if you know probably yeah we'll see so if you enjoyed what you heard, head over to patreon.com slash fandom podcast and let us know. We we really do rely on listeners like you to help keep this thing going. If you can't afford a dollar a month right now, completely get it. You can send us feedback like Patrick did to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash fandom podcast. We have posts for each of these episodes and occasionally do some geeky other posts. Uh, we, we also have email feedback at fandompodcast.com and Twitter at fandomcast. So we've been having fun with this Funko Pop thing. We, uh, I keep giving away Jeff's Funko Pops. Hey, only um, one of them kind of was mine. The Star Wars one was <laughs> purchased true. for the fans. That's right. I mean, that's granted, right. Granted, I was the one that purchased it, and I bought a couple <laughs> and said, "Here, you choose." Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll get you some money for that. I, uh, yeah, no, we'll, we'll, no rush. we'll. Yeah, anyway. So, uh, so we're having fun with that. So we're going to keep doing this uh, Valentine's Day. We're going to do another. We're going to do another Funko Pop Patreon giveaway. So sign up to be a patron before Valentine's Day so you can enter and win. If you are already a patron, go ahead and head over to fandompodcast.com slash Facebook, twitter.com slash fandomcast, all those places, and get your friends to interact with us. Share share a thing, get somebody to comment, uh, I don't know, tag somebody in our stuff. Uh, Share share the episodes that you like. Don't don't just do it to get the Funko Pop. You can do that because you get the Funko Pop, but you can share something that you pop. liked or that you think that your friend will like. You, um, you can share the stuff just to get the Funko Pop. I don't care. That's why I share a lot of stuff. Have you ever seen me share a contest? And then your friend will get to this old. part of the episode and be like, oh, that's why they tagged me in here. 
And then as revenge, <laughs> right. if you're the friend who is in that scenario, as revenge, go tag another friend. Not yeah, the same. Like, I had to waste time, so now I'm going to have to waste somebody else's yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So if, if you want to help support the show, you head over to patreon.com slash fandom podcast, or we have a whole bunch of affiliate links. You can head over to fandompodcast.com slash support to see them. We've got Amazon, CBS, All Access, uh, Audible. Uh, I just, you know, what? I read a really fun book or I listened to, I, I feel like, I feel like I read it though. Uh, it's called Libriomancers, and it was really—it's a really interesting theory. It's so Ready Player One has all sorts of pop culture references. This one has all sorts of geeky book references, and so there was Lord of the Rings references, and there was Chronicles of Narnia references. It was—it was a lot of fun. It's basically about wizards who use books to create magic, and so lots of fun book references. So if you want to listen to that, head over to fandompodcast.com slash audible, sign up for a trial and search out Libriomancers. All right. So with that, until next time, the, reading the part of Nick is Brandon Ushio. Uh, what are we going to do next podcast? The same thing we do every podcast. Try to make people think we at, wait, actually know what we're talking about. That's what we get for letting patrons decide these things. Yeah. Thanks, patron. <laughs> Pretty sure it was Will. May the fandom be with you. But seriously, send 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 in more outros. We we need more outros. We always need outros. Now, if you think of an outro, don't be afraid to send in an outro. Um, our news this week: we're going to talk about some Disney-owned properties, like normal. We're going to talk about <laughs> some Harry Potter, and uh, these one comments can kind of go towards Disney-owned movies, and then a sitcom revival. So, if you're if you're into news, that's what we're talking about. Um, that was terrible. I was trying to summarize you, before we got there. Why did we and even do that? That seemed like I I had some people say all the news. I, I had some people say people like when they tune into a podcast, they like to know what they're going to get. And so I thought, oh, I'm going to try that. And I don't that's think I'm going to try that. Show notes are for. Come on. Yep. Yep. I think that's. I think that's what I'm going to do. I'm thinking I'm not going to do that. That old part's getting cut out. Oh. Yay for <laughs> outtakes. <laughs> All right, guys. No context. Why did you even do that? What's the point? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. Like I start out every news with all right, so. And I always think I'm not going to start out every news with all right, so. But I do. Although sometimes I edit it out so you don't know. Uh, <laughs> hashtag outtake. <laughs> okay. If you're going to start live at, uh, <laughs> hashtagging, hashtagging live, I'm just going to have to leave right now. I, I've, I've got better things to do with my life than listen to a grown man say hashtag outtakes. Oh, now you're just playing it up for the outtakes. Also, it's 10 o'clock and I woke up from a nap I didn't want to take, so. I'm in a weird mood right now. I'm not really <laughs> sure if we're actually recording or if this is just a fever dream. This is a News. fever dream. <laughs> we'll find that's out why tomorrow. we were talking about Nick's pants. All right. <laughs> no, okay. that's, that would actually be evidence of being awake. <laughs> you don't dream about right. my pants, Jeff? Not usually. Oh, okay. That's why it's a I fever mean, dream. I mean, I'm not going to say no because I don't remember a lot of dreams, so I'm not going to you know, <laughs> bury myself into that, but you know, I'm going to... I'm going to give a soft no. There is a science to trying to make people's subconscious dream things, so I think I'm just going to have to try to start using <laughs> these tactics on you and see if they work. You know what? I'll let you know. The oh, second. Like, why do I keep pants? dreaming about Nick's pants? Nick's, Nick and his pants. Okay. Hey, we found a title. Well, aside from his, <laughs> Nick's pants, yes. Um, so aside from, the, aside from Nick's pants, I, I'm excited about that. You guys, what do you guys think about John Williams? He's just well, too old and need to go. Cohesion. I'm sorry. What? You heard me. No, I didn't. You there cohesion. Like, oh, cohesion. I heard something Asian, so it confused yes, me. Yes, Asian. That's why I overgrown Asian. Brings up the Asians. That's why I asked for the clarification. That's Asian. my job. Oh, That's my job. Oh, y'all look alike. Okay then. Uh, that just reminds me of what happened on Jeopardy today. A guy <laughs> lost $3,200 because he pronounced gangster's paradise. At, he pronounced gangsta's paradise as gangster's paradise. And they took away his money. Oh, um, oh really? Yeah. Oh my <laughs> yeah gosh. It was some, whatever the category was that he had to mash up uh, a book Potent with potables. Uh, something like that. Yeah. And it was, you pronounced it gangst. You pronounced gangsta's paradise, gangster's paradise. So we'll have to take away your money. Almost word for word. What? 
Alex Trebek said, which is kind of hilarious, but sad for that guy. John Williams. Oh, yeah. Trebek. <laughs> There's a series that um, that I watch on Amazon Prime, and it is Amy Sherman Palantino, who did Palin. I can't ever remember her last name. Palandino. Palandino. Um, she did Gilmore Girls. She's the writer of Gilmore Girls. We all know how I feel about Gilmore about Girls. The- Wonderful Mrs. Maisel. Maisel. Marvelous Miss Maisel is the name of the show. And like, it's phenomenal. Like, it's really, really well done. It is rated M. There is nudity. There's swears. But it's about a woman who in the 40s or the 50s, her husband, you know, has one of those moments of just weakness. And he goes, he says, I'm leaving you. And then he goes off with his secretary, you know, the classic Mad Men story. And she's stuck. And she's like, well, what can I do? And he wanted to be a comedian. And so she went and like would take notes for him and stuff like that and like try to help him out to become this comedian. And she thought it was more of like a hobby. He was just doing it for fun. But part of the reason he flipped out is because he had a bad night. Nobody laughed and it pissed him off and he and he leaves. And so she, in a drunken stupor, gets up on stage and just starts talking and people are just laughing hysterically. And so she, you know... at a time when women would not be comedians, you know, during the time of Red Skelton and, you know, all these other comedians and stuff, she gets up on stage and they're like trying to get her, you know, she's trying to make a go at it. And Lena, like her response to the entire show was, I really feel like this is Amy Sherman. Oh, are you still there, Nick? Nick, can you hear us? I'll text him. All right. We lost you, Nick. He's probably still talking. <laughs> this. So I, don't, I thought I. I think I had one for Bart. Yeah, Nick's calling me. Hello. Oh, hang on. You're on my Bluetooth. I don't have those on. <laughs> I hate it when that happens. Hello. Hey. Hey. Je- you're on speaker. Hello. Jeff can hear you. Okay, cool. It looks like um, it's going down. I'm not getting five lights. doesn't say it's going online. So I'm going to have to call Comcast. All right. Sounds like your internet's dead. We'll record tomorrow. Well, it sounds like Nick doesn't get any movies for the box office. Hmm. <laughs> All right, Jeff and I will finish this out, and we'll just be like, "Hey, and this is where Nick's internet decided to take a take a dump." Worst case scenario, Nick yeah, can come yeah. to my house to record tomorrow if we have to. Yeah. Well, there is one more that I found that we we'll talk about, but it's not that big of a deal. Okay. Cool. All right. Okay. Lena's probably pissed. Okay, go console your angry wife. Your wife just, your pregnant wife just lost the internet. She's going to be upset. (laughs) Jeff says your pregnant wife just lost the internet. She's going to be upset. Well, I went upstairs and I was like, the internet just went down, and she was like, "Yep, it did." called Comcast and it's down in my area restored at restored 2 a.m. Well, we'll wait for him. We'll 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 record we'll at 2 a.m. with him. No, I'm not re- <laughs> I'm not I'm barely waiting the rest of this conversation. 